This is the Nomad Podcast with your host, The Viking. guys welcome back to the nomad podcast i'm pretty sure i'm gonna pull this microphone away from my face it's your host viking as always welcome back to the show guys this one's a little bit different uh i'm joined by no one today it's just me um i recently posted on instagram that i really wanted to post a bonus episode as an appreciation to the feedback that i got this weekend um i was lucky enough to attend dark zone hosted by one of our main sponsors, Black Cell Promotions. They put on a great show again. Um, And this would be a time that I'd like to do an AAR of that game, but I'm going to save that for next weekend when I got the boys with me. We can have some drinks and talk all about that. This post, uh, if you listen to the last uh, episode, season one opener, actually, um, we talked about how I I really wanted to release the original Nomad podcast. I listened through it myself before recording this, and uh, it's it's really good to see how far we came. Uh, most of you will probably think the audio is complete trash and a terrible listen, and I'm kind of on the fence about it myself. Uh, maybe obviously I might be a little bit biased, but there were a lot of times that I was like, "Wow, this is garbage. Why did anybody ever listen to us?" And then there were other parts of it where I'm like, "Wow, uh, once." Once we got into a bit of a flow, that was a pretty half-decent show. Um, had a lot of people come up to me this weekend at uh, at Dark Zone and just say that there's not enough quality airsoft content out there, especially in podcast format, that's not too cringy. And that's kind of one of the best compliments you can get. It's, it's a very hard-to-traverse territory when you're trying to make something relatively serious and informative while also talking about fake guns. It's something that's kind of hard to play the middleman on. Um, So hearing you guys come up to me, say these things, the amount of people that want to get on the podcast really help content flow. Just incredible. And uh, I'm kind of thinking there's not really much of a reason for me not to just post a bonus episode just to show you guys how happy I am to get that feedback. Um, so without much further ado, this is the original podcast that Caleb, aka Can Do, my uh, my main man, and I um, kind of conceived. It was it was our brainchild. We we talked about it, and um, we kind of just said, "Hey, let's do this." Put down a microphone and just started talking without much thought into it. We had a couple beers and said, "Okay, let's fucking do this. Let's see how it works." And here we are three years later, um, doing the same thing. So, uh, really hope you guys enjoy this, see where we came from. Uh, would just like to point out that this was from three years ago ish, I believe maybe a little bit less than that. Uh, so sponsors have changed. Um, nothing negative against our sponsors at the time. Our sponsors at the time were Niagara quartermaster. 
uh, not even a sponsor of the podcast, but a sponsor of the team. We're still in very good standing. They're all still great fucking guys. But this show is now officially sponsored by Black Cell Promotions and Speed Nation. Sorry. Yeah, Speed Nation Combat Solutions. Sorry, I had a little bit of a burp there. And I'm doing my best in this season to not burp right in the microphone, which is something you will hear in this that I did not used to do. Uh, Grow and evolve. But anyways, guys, have a great fucking day. Hope you enjoy this, and I love you all. Hi, and thanks for joining us on the Nomad Podcast. I'm Mitch, a.k.a. Viking, a.k.a. N-01, a.k.a. The Show Stoppin', Panty Droppin', Beer Chuggin', Dinky Tuggin', Mouth from the South. Barack. And Caleb. <laughs> Hi. So, this is our first attempt at a uh, Nomad podcast. Uh, Caleb, what are, your, what are your thoughts? My thoughts? It's going to be interesting. Uh, normally, we've done little videos here and there on the Facebook page. I mean, with the fun edits and everything like that, you can't really overlap that with a podcast, so it should be interesting. Well, let's start a tradition of uh, cracking a few uh, yeah. brews. And boom. No shotgun, just pure sipping. It's just sipping. Two, it's Tuesday cheers after all. To new ma- <laughs> yeah. Oh, to, uh, to new adventures in the uh, promotional world. Yes. Um, the main, main thing, reason we're kind of starting a podcast would be it's a lot easier than making videos at the end of the day. Yeah, you're not doing 10 takes of beer tricks and whatnot with your pistol. Yeah, that was one of the, <laughs> one of the hardest things there when we were making our first videos. Especially you and I, we get into the beers trying to crack a beer at the start of every take and then we fuck it up 19 times. Well, it's not that we're trying to crack open a beer, it's that we crack it open and then chug it back as quickly as we can because we're trying to make our videos not an hour long and then it's like that was great and then a dog would run in or Teresa would be laughing at us or something and then it's like well we gotta do that again because have we calmed down in our old age I think we've calmed down a little bit (laughs) we are now doing a smooth jazz podcast welcome to NPR radio (laughs) um so we're kind of going into this a little bit blind I don't know if we really know do you have any this podcast a... experience at all? No, but I was told I should get into voice acting. Nice. Yeah. Some little lady was like walking by. I was like, hello, ma'am. And she almost fell to the floor because she's like, are you in radio? And I'm like, no. She's like, you should be. I'm like, oh, sweet. Thanks. All right. So here we are trying it out. A pilot episode, if you will. A pilot episode. Nomad, the pilot. Um <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I guess I don't have any experience on this either, but it, I think it goes well with us when we're shooting the videos. Um, so I think both of us are kind of the kind of person that wants to be in front of a camera or in front of a microphone, but just be kind of getting used to kind of just talking to each other. I guess we're talking Natu- to... Naturally talking because there's a microphone. Just kind of naturally talking. <laughs> we're just going to have all of our conversations in front of a microphone now. <laughs> Um, 
So first off, let's start with uh, one of the main suggestions was starting with what do we look for when we go to purchase a airsoft gun? I mean, that's a good question. Honestly, it's been a while since I've purchased one, but I think I I have uh, I have the problem where I want something new just about every day. <laughs> it's new and shiny. You just want it. Maybe, Sorry, maybe that's the thing. I don't know if the if the microphone is picking up properly there. This is our first attempt, after all. The pilot. The pilot. Um, well, for me, as uh, as you know, I just bought the um, VFC Stinger. Oh, yeah, uh, the Stinger. Really, one I was as I was going to play the medic for this year. Within a month of buying the Stinger, I wanted it a small, easily carry around gun, uh, easy to kind of strap down if I was running into medic people. And then within a month of having it, I extended the rail and I'm not the medic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) HPA, (laughs) you extended the barrel, you added a grenade launcher. Yeah. And now you're not a medic. (laughs) That's complete opposite. Yeah. Um, I think, but you've, you've had the same primary for years now, no? I have had the same one. Since I'm gonna say at least two, if not three solid years, I've had the same rifle. I've had multiples over that time. I think I've had had up to ten at one point. But then <clears throat> at a certain point I got really sick and tired of having like three SG whatever mags and then four SR twenty five mags, but then like twenty different types of M4 mags. Because it went well with other guns and whatnot. So I just sold like everything except for my current gun and I went from scratch. Yeah, that's something like I'm, uh, you got a few years on me in airsoft of uh, like experience and like out in the field and stuff like that. But I know for me, when I first started, I didn't. Oh, it's, a, ex- it's a rush. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't exactly <laughs> like. I, I knew what I liked in video games and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But then you you kind of realize quick once you actually get out there in the field, it's <clears throat> it's not exactly the same. Like uh, when I first started, I was quite the pudgy kid, and I wanted a running gun, and I realized that wasn't my thing right off the start. My first gun was uh, uh I had two first guns. I had one. Whoa. 36 something yeah i had a g36 That's a umarex g36 as my first gun it was bought used before oh, i even got a chance to use it it was <clears> broke <throat> but it sat it probably sat in my closet for like six months before i even actually came out to uh try it i've never actually seen you with that before i could i don't even i think i sold it um but it was when uh uh legion was running the school games in Welland there. Oh yeah, I, I didn't uh, get went a out to go to that. Um, jo- uh, one of our friends, Josh, was running a game. Still <laughs> one of the best games I've been to in the area. Ustein. Yeah, how do you pronounce your name, Wist- buddy? Ustein. Um, Josh Ustein. We'll say that. <laughs> um, so I was supposed to start the next day. Was the game, and then I went in because it wasn't firing right, and I said, "Screw it," and because it wouldn't work and the tech wouldn't be able to fix it in time, I ended up buying an ICS M4, the uh, Par MK3. Is that the thing in my house? Yeah, it's been sitting at your house for like a year now. Yeah, I still gotta do that. Um, 
Never had a problem with it, though. I've had that thing for probably about four years, and I gamed it for a long time, but I had the... It's just a wire that has to get soldered back on. That's all that's... that's yeah, and I never took it apart, nothing, and, uh, but I said I started liking that, and then I wanted to get into the LMG, so I got an LMG, and then I found <clears> as <throat> the years went on, I started playing more. I was more of an upfront mm-hmm. player, not a stay-back player, so I ended up with, like, like three M4s, two LMGs. I tried sniping there for like a day. I can't see you sitting still no. for more than two seconds. No. No. <laughs> and then I... Uh, Not even as LMG, just like, ah, this is too long. And then for a while there, I just started borrowing uh, Colin and Aaron Brinks guns for, for about a solid year. Um, yeah. To uh, two members on our team. They have uh, probably like nine million different... Airsoft guns, so. But what uh, what was your first gun? My first gun was an Ares Amoeba. It's M4 style. And I think I bought it for around 400 bucks or something like that as a, as a starter gun. That's a pretty good price, I thought. And I never once had an issue with it. It shot good, played good, never, never broke on me. Um... Uh, I think I sold it because I wanted money for another gun or something like that, as it always goes. Um, let's see. I went from from that. I bought my buddy's Aries Honey Badger. Cool. That thing was sick. We so, both still have our Honey Badgers. I love the Honey Badger. Honey Badgers are a great gun. I see them at Milsom's all the time. They're like old, older Aries guns, mm-hmm. like probably three, four years ago. I have not heard a single bad thing about that generation of Honey Badger. You yeah. still have yours. I have the shorter rail system one. Uh, yeah, I have... Uh, you have the CQB. I have the AR version, but the CQB <laughs> is an inch longer. Yeah, the CQB version <laughs> is longer. If, if the Honey Badger could be updated to the CQB being the shorter rifle, I think that would be pretty cool. i like to see that update. Yeah, I, uh, um, I haven't seen or heard anything about, like, newer Generation 7, but you don't... Anybody that owns one, they own them from, like, years ago. Yeah, uh, I've seen a few of them HPA at, uh, I think it was Nightfall last year I saw that. Awesome game. Um, I owned a Sig 553. I can't remember the make or model of it. I got that off of a trade. And I traded that for a Master Sniper Rifle. Rocked a bolt action for a long time. Aries SR25. Rocked that for a very long time. And uh, yeah, I guess like Sniper DMR was kind of my thing for for a while. Always rocking an AR for the team base. For Milsims and stuff. Because not everyone can rock bolt action during those games. Um, but I think where I end up now is actually I'm really happy with it. Got my M4 base. Yeah, you're kind of that mid between. Like it's an M4, but it, it you got the solid stock. Solid stock, the A1 frame, or whatever it's called. Yeah, it definitely it looks like it's more of that uh, kind of marksman style rifle, with still staying within the limits of being a reasonable size for an M4. So you kind of get yeah. the best of both worlds. It's I absolutely love it, and the best part is when people go, "Hey, can I can I check out your gun?" And you're like, "Cool, man, have at her." They can't change the stock size on you. <laughs> that's that's always been my number one peeve. Hand it over to someone and they'll jam it sh- 
short where you're, it's crushing your battery or whatever. It's um, it's always good. Yeah, like my personal opinion on it is when it comes to especially looking into like your first gun or even buying guns in general, it it's. Mm. I think it's all aesthetics for me. Like, if you like the look of something, you like the feel of something, yeah. it doesn't really matter what's on the inside unless, like, if you're going for an off-the-shelf mm. VFC nowadays, that's VFC that's is, by far the best deal you're going to get, in my for, opinion. For roughly $500 yeah, range, or, you're, or, you're spending very little money for the, for the quality yeah, the, qual- the awesome. quality of those. Plus, like, the the look, the feel of all the VFCs. Mm-hmm. Except for those stupid ones with the panther heads on them. I don't know. I forget. Uh, the Avalon something or other. If I, want I just think that's flashy. stupid. It's flashy. And some people just like flashy. Very speed style. I think it would look okay if you put, like, a suppressor inside that. Kind of like the Honey Badger, Honey Badger style. style. Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. But, yeah, it's definitely a speed softer style. Especially when you get, like, the red ones or whatever. Like, bright yeah. colors. But same um, same kind of thing though. Like if you yeah. if you like the look of it, in even if it's a VFC or if you're looking for something cheaper, um, like a lot of classic army guns, things like that. That at least if they have a good body that you like and are comfortable with, yeah, you can upgrade it. Like if you're getting into airsoft, hopefully you're going to be playing for years to come. So it gives you that room that at least it's something you like and you can mm-hmm. upgrade the internals to whatever you want. Well, my, my gun is a classic army, but nothing of it is classic army except for the frame of it. And the frame like, held up. Like the, the stock well. is changed out. The grips changed out. Uh, yeah. Just like the main body body of it. And the, uh, the rail is, is original classic army to it yeah it's been holding up great i mean it was a blowback aeg now it's a, a super, it had the super, blowback on it? it had a blowback aeg and the thing was my brother that was actually my brother's first gun and after a while of him playing with it it kept jamming on him couldn't figure out why so then he bought himself a scar l or something like that and then that thing just collected dust i'm i was a fool in wanting to try to be a gun tech and whatnot props to Colin because he's amazing at it but then I tried working on it and my brother's like yeah get it working have it have it I don't care type thing it's a project gun I'm like sick figures out it was a BB that was stuck in the blowback system oh <laughs> so I popped it out I was like sweet I go to the field I brought that with my honey badger the gun jammed instantly again <laughs> So then I just rocked the honey badger. When I got home, I literally just ripped the thing out. So then it was just an AEG for a long time. <laughs> and then that's how it starts to look like the way it does. Just a little Frankenstein. A little here, a little there. Well, that's, we're, we're both pretty lucky for, well, for a long time, knowing uh, Colin. Um, Colin Brink and his brother. Uh, Aaron. Aaron Krampus, as a lot of you might know him. Um on our team, if, if shit breaks, we kind of just make a puppy dog face and hand it to him. Whereas a lot, especially new players, aren't as lucky. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of the one thing I would recommend is if you think you're going to be working on your own gun, buy a cheap gun off the start. Learn, get stuff to learn on because the last thing you want to do 
is buy a $500 gun, something that could be minor goes wrong. You take oh. it home, pull it apart, lose a spring or a, something like that. Now it's completely fucked and you got to take it in to a store and have oh. it more work than it could have been in the first place. Like we were lucky knowing guys to help us out, but yeah. a lot of new players, they do more damage than they could. Well, before they showed up, uh, I mean, I don't want to, bash or anything but like our our sponsor their gun tech servicing was was a little suboptimal on, yeah it was a little on the rough side i mean they had some people it was, that knew yeah it was this, some guys some coming in that contract work if you will yeah but it was kind of hit and miss depending on who was in once but once they showed up it was like the the heavens opened and you could hear the angels singing yeah. <laughs> it's just Calling an air and standing there like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. And it's just like, ever, ever since then, it's just been amazing. Yeah. Um, tech Head is what I uh, believe. I don't know if it's his. Tech- in, is it in, does he have an Instagram or is it uh, just a YouTube? Let me check that. I'll check that real quick. We're not privy to that information. Uh, he doesn't allow us access to his social media stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so when it comes to like looking into your first guns and what draws, just Colin Brink. Just Colin Brink. It's just Colin Brink. Colin Brink. That's that's his. Instagram. And he has four posts. Don't look him up on Instagram. There's next to zero point. <laughs> I mean, if you look up Nomad Airsoft, then you're pretty yeah. much set there. Um, but anyways, like with the looking for your first gun, I'd have to go just with something that's comfortable and something you like the look of, and also please, for the love of God. Do not buy a sniper off the start. Oh my god, don't ever. No. I mean, well, unless the no. the new Ari, the Aries no. uh striker no, 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 v- Come no. on. As it is It's a, like a it's like 200 new, bucks. The new Aries striker, yes. Awesome gun. That would be the, the only one I would recommend off the start. Don't get a bolt action as your first gun. That's my rule. Like, like if you just played I Call- I did that and it was awful. I was all like yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, the there's uh, no American. One... What was the American Legend movie? American Sniper. What? American Sniper. Yeah, that movie had just come out, and well, I'm all like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm like, Chris Kyle, frick yeah, this is amazing. Bolt action, headshots only. <laughs> no, you get no headshots. You you're lucky if you get near them half the time. Like, well, sniping and airsoft is very like you have to. Yeah. Get an M4 first or something AR-based and then work your way to getting a really good sniper. Anybody that grew up and played Modern Warfare when it first came out <laughs> with the fight... What was the mission name? Which... I really should not... The main sniper mission from... Oh! I don't know why I can't think of the name. We're going to get shit on for this. Um, invasion or something? No, like, I, I. Were you like crawling around like yeah. a gilly and stuff? Yeah. It's, oh man. And it's uh, it's like in Chernobyl or whatever it is. Yeah. I, I can't forget the only Call of Duty mission that really. The only Call of Duty mission that really stands out to me is like Modern, War, Modern Warfare Two, no Russian. We just yeah. walk through the airport. <laughs> oh my god, where you're, where you're suggested to shoot yeah. everyone, but you don't actually have but, to. So, most of like. For a lot of people that are getting into airsoft, a lot of stuff before is like movies, video games, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so if you are really into snipers and stuff like that, 
and then you get into airsoft you find it's not like games aren't only 15 minutes long and there's people all over the place for you to shoot it's you know like some people do yeah they get the sniper and they love it right off the start and that's mm-hmm. what they want to do i still i still have my bold action and i still mm-hmm. take it out once in like i'm gonna say a good five times a year i'll play my bold action during like a walk-on mm-hmm. i don't take it to big games not allowed well, not allowed. <laughs> Nor do I ever play that the sniper squad like certain yeah. milsims allow, like two, like one or two. No, yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like teams the uh, for two hundred bucks, the new Ares uh, striker sniper is just a great choice because even even I want one. Just I'm not a sniper at all, but especially like the short barrel one, kind of looks very like Mad Max ish. Mad Max ish. Oh, um. JR has one. He used it last was, Sunday. Yeah, I was gonna say we have a uh, we have a guy on our team, um, JR, aka Knight, uh, and he he's a big fucking dude, and he rocks that thing, and it looks it looks comfortable. Like it's not like it's. I want to know how he hides so well. He does. He's much bigger than me. Like he's much taller too, and he he just hides so incredibly well. Yeah, once he gets into position, it's hard to get him out of it. I can't find him half the time. Um. He's on my team, and I can't find him. <laughs> I can't find Colin half the time. Oh, no. Uh, this past weekend, I friendly fired one of our players. Uh, that The Colin. tech we had, were talking about, he had moved up to a very advantageous location, but hadn't informed anyone on the team that he was moving up that far. So when I saw a gun in the woods, I just started shooting at it and was very successful. And it wasn't until he walked out of the woods that I realized I had just killed our own team. <laughs> it was amazingly bad, though. Um, but yeah, so like that, snipers, LMGs. It, it, I think your best bet when looking into a first gun is just go with a basic M4. Def- depending on the community and what you like, AK is AKs acceptable. Are, AKs are cool. If I got an AK, it's got to be like gas powered blowback like it's yeah, gonna like be heavy and mean if it's an ak but yeah. i would definitely go with something m4 based just that a way, cult style m4 yeah that way you know you can change this if you want easily you can change that if you want easily it's easier to find parts for m4 m4 is just like the main mags for the most part are incredibly cheap yeah don't get something that's preparatory for magazines the last thing you want to do is buy a cool gun that's all brand new and fancy, and then like half a year later, you have to get ma- those magazines, but they don't sell them anymore because no one bought it. Mm-hmm. Like I rock Aries magazines. Yeah, they it's work kinda, beautifully. Kind of sounds like we're sucking Aries dick on this one, but the Aries mags, I they use I use the cheapest Aries mags just because I know how bad I am for just throwing a mag on the ground. Yeah. Oh, you're so bad for that. Although the one time, because you get the like the eight dollar cheap ones, mm-hmm. you can get the fifteen dollar decent ones, and yeah. then the there's like twenty five dollar ones, yeah. which I run. I love them, but the first time I bought my last batch of them, I dropped it on the cement floor and it broke right in half. <laughs> so yeah, I did like with just because with eight bucks a mag, on. like I still mark them and everything like that. But if someone comes up. And says, hey, I need a mag or something like that mid-game. And you give them to them and you don't end up getting it back. It's yeah. 
it's not a massive hit to the wallet. It's like, oh, well, that's why I use cheap mags, so. Yeah, well, I don't know. I find cheaper mags don't last as long and stuff like that. With the expensive ones, you, like the Aries ones, you can take them apart. You can uh, do maintenance on the springs. You can retention them and stuff like that. I do absolutely zero maintenance on anything. <laughs> I just use it till it breaks. And then you go, Colin. Yeah. Help. Now, if he can't fix it, uh, it, I'm yeah. NQ gets a lot of sales through me. <laughs> yeah, apparently, jeez. But um, I am trying to find that mission. Well, the pit's the first one where you go through and do like the, yeah. Where are you keep going, keep going. Some sniper five is that the one? Yeah, isn't it? I don't know. I'm gonna click on it, see what happens. That's like one of the. First one, but that's not the one I'm talking about. It's uh, is it in the Bravo section? Do you think? I have no idea. Whatever, we're gonna look it up. For we're gonna have to play play through it. Um, oh, but anyway, so in in wrapping, I think wrap it up. I think 25 minutes is good for our first for the pilot. For the pilot. Yeah, that's the title of it. For the pilot. Cheers to the pilot. Cheers, clink. Um, so final thoughts. Personally, if you're going out looking for your first rifle, or uh, a lot of you people that have been in the sport for years now that haven't really settled down with anything, find something comfy that you like, that you like the look of, and... Good weight to it. Good weight. Something that's comfy. It doesn't have to be incredibly light, but, like, my body... Yeah, you want to you feel metal. to it. You don't want to, like... Depending on what you play airsoft for, if you're going for that semi... Melsim feel you don't want a plastic gun you want something that feels good feels real really gives you that that mental stimulation of the yeah once you put your the fire on fight and stuff and, you're like I'm in it yeah, yeah basically military larping it is larp but uh, what are your what are your final opinions final opinions uh, if you run an AG get one more battery than you think you're gonna need. God knows I've used about 20 in one game. Myself. Yeah, you have bad luck with batteries. Bad luck. That's why you went HPA, man. HPA I mean, Master Race. That's the thing. When you... Yeah, so like... If you're going for... If you're going to go HPA, go for the gun that looks cool. Because that's yeah. all that's going to matter after that. Yeah, that's what I meant by you can upgrade. And then... If you're going to go for something... Kind of... Che- uh, cheaper price, but good quality... You know, 450 500 bucks somewhere in there is probably going to be your best bet. Uh, VFC, definitely on, on that list. Uh, if you're not sure, buy a used gun. Ask how long they've used it. Yeah. If it's been it's pretty, a it's pretty years. hard nowadays to buy used guns. That's the only thing. It is. And if you want to be the Gucciest boy on the block, buy a gas gun. Oh, yeah. All those guys, they're so cool. They're so such cool guys. Uh, Chomps had it for they, Icebreaker. It was the coolest thing ever. All the gas gun guys are so fucking cool. They make flipping cool. They're so flipping cool. Unless this, you're, you're going to bleep it, I don't know. I don't know. I had no plan. What are we doing this for a child audience? Yeah, I don't know. You never know. Depends who shares it. True. Um, gas guns are cool. You're going to spend a lot of money, and you can only use it half the year here in Canada. But if you play indoor or anything like that, that's they're so cool. Mm-hmm. I just realized you weren't you were trying not to swear earlier. You wish you would have told me. Why didn't you tell me earlier? I figured you. Uh, I just assumed. Well, you shouldn't. 
Well, fuck it. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This has been your first pilot nomad uh, podcast. I'm Viking. I'm Can Do. Have, have a great fucking day. There you have it, guys. That was the very first time that Kandu and I sat down in front of a microphone and decided we were going to make a podcast. So hey, you can really tell just the difference between the episodes you hear now and back then. I mean, that was only half an hour long, and, and we thought it was the best thing ever. Now we're popping up episodes with teams from all around Ontario going on for almost three hours um, with content that flows way better. But you really got to be humbled by your roots and kind of take a step back and realize if it wasn't for those episodes that were, I wouldn't say poor, but definitely a lot, lot lesser quality than what we, uh, what we pride ourselves in now. If it, if it wasn't for those, we would never be where we are now. And where we are now is having a huge community of followers that just appreciate what we put out. So this was a little nod to ourselves a little way for um, us to kind of pass out some pass out some uh, information for you guys maybe those those of you who weren't around here at the start now you can say you kind of heard where it came from um, you can check out those videos at Nomad Airsoft on YouTube if you can find them they're all still available or if you don't want to ruin it for yourself I will continue to drop bonus episodes like this in the future um, one other main reason that I'm back here at the end of this episode is to remind everybody that Nomad Podcast Swag is now available. We've done our first run of shirts. As I promised everyone, those first 30 were going to be limited edition with that gray logo instead of the red logo that you know and love. And I'm not going to go back on that. But in the future, if there's anybody out there that wants any sort of swag, go ahead and get a hold of me at n01 underscore nomad on Instagram or you can check out nomad.airsoft.niagara on Instagram as well. Send either one of those pages a, uh, a message about anything you like, any questions, concerns, or comments about the podcast. Really looking forward to hearing from you. For the third time today, have a great fucking day.